You know, normally this is where Sports Central would kick off on a Friday night, but we've decided to just postpone the start for about a good 15 minutes because Bozzo's on a roll. And if there's one thing I know in the world of sport and radio is when the Bozzo's on a roll, you get the hell out of the way. Thank you, JK, for yeah. allowing me because I went on a little bit too much on a, on a, at the end of the show with James that you've allowed me to take these phone calls. These people have been waiting patiently. They deserve to be heard. Have you been hanging on to that stump for three hours? I have. I might take it with I, me. Is I, whose is it? Oh, it's just, you know, the super coach and they give these little price packs like and it. whatnot. Like a, promotional. What, what do they call those balls, you know, when you can relax? Like squish this. balls. Yeah, like the little, I like yeah. it. Yeah. But I was just saying today, you pick up one of those stumps with the, a stump or a bat and your, your shadow bat. You always shadow mm. bat. little bit. So what's your go-to shot? Well, pretend shot? I'm going like to whack f- it across somebody's head. Yeah, okay. Well, let's let's go back to the first one. <laughs> yeah, look in your eye, man. What have you been talking about this, Arvo? Well, I, I put out a tweet this morning because... Um, I was coming on the show and I had the opportunity to talk about uh, basically the issues that the A-League are facing. Uh, and I spoke to a, a variety of people. I also put that tweet out. We got a lot of read as many tweets as I possibly could. Mm. Uh, and also just some quickly off the top solutions. Obviously, within more time, we'll have a little bit more solutions. Uh, but it's, for me, it's sad to see that since their independence, you could say two years ago, it's just gone further down and further down. Now... One thing is to, to to highlight those things. The other thing is to have solutions. So that's basically what we spoke about. But like I said, thank you so much because there are people that have called in and are still waiting for us to to put their opinions across. So good, Mark and Eli. We'll get to you in in a moment. But just just quickly in the A League, <clears throat> and maybe it's a bit of a layman's question here. But you know, I remember the birth of it and Dwight York and the Heralded Sign and Del Piero and all these great names mm. and big numbers. And and now is it almost a case of we're resigned to the A-League? We've got to shift our thinking that it is a developmental league. Mm. So, Garen Quall, we're not going to hang on to these guys. Irukunda is going to go. No problem. Like, you know, but, but make yeah. that clear. And they get Absolutely. the transfer money for it. Well, and then yeah. the on sale of that, that player they've as well. They've done that. For the last two years, they've, they've the, the league in, as a whole, in terms of all the teams, have made quite significant amounts of money from selling players on. But say that. And let that reflect as well in some of the ticket prices, which I've heard are absolutely outlandish for some of the clubs. Yeah. Because you can't charge top whack for a league that is a development league. But when you go to sponsors and all that, at this moment in time, I I challenge anyone from the A-League to turn around and to be able to say, this is what we'd say to us. This is what we clearly are. Sponsors like you to hear this. This is what we stand for. You know, this, you know I'm Mark Bosnich. This is what I do. Blah, blah, blah. Expert. Okay, quite clear. At the A-League, if you are Development League and you, this is where you've actually set out, this is the way it's looking at it, just come out and clearly say that. But this goes to the crux of the matter with everything. Transparency, accountability. At the moment, there is not enough. That is the general form, uh, sense of opinion across the board. And the worrying thing was that a lot of people said that they're actually scared to say anything because if they say anything, that they're scared that basically that, that they may not be able to have a future in working in a sport that they love, which is really sad. Is there a sport in this country that self-sabotage is better than soccer football? I don't know, but the, I must say they're right up there. Look, yeah. I, and I'll say this, and, and look, at the, I, I'm actually not involved in it anymore, so I'm saying this out of care, pure caring, so probably it makes it a little bit more valuable what I'm saying, okay? At the fact that I care for the sport so much, simple as that. Yeah, my, my, you know, I've played in Europe. I do European football. I do my stuff for the, for the Premier League, the leagues that I played in, and I love dearly, but I, I started here, and I live here, and I was born here, and I want the sport to progress here, and I'll do everything I possibly can to help it. And I just can't sit still and to watch it to do. But I'll say this to all of them. You may have your little fiefdom right now wherever you are. Fine. And you're the most powerful person in it, whatever. What you say goes, okay. 
But as we speak, that fife that fiefdom that you have is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller, and eventually there'll be nothing. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The open line we go. Hello, Mark. Guys, how are you? Good, thanks, Marky. Good. Uh, Bozza, I just wanted to say thank you very much for your career over the years. It was always entertaining to watch, and you're, I always appreciated the quality of your approach, uh, your role in, and your media career has always been equally entertaining and informative. So thank you for that. You've always been one of my favourite Aussie players. Thank you, Mark. And on the question of what you just mentioned, I believe that, I mean, I'm old school, it's always been soccer to me, but I believe soccer has always maintained an important quality over rugby union as it is presently, in that you've never lost touch with the fans on the ground. Because the first ever Sydney, I'm a Sydney FC fan, the first ever Sydney FC game I went to, I was sitting up in the stand a few rows behind Bittislav Levica, uh, Tony Popovic and Nick Carl. And they invited me to come down and have a word with them, so I had a good... 15-minute or so conversation with them, got pictures with them, and that's why I'm a dedicated Sydney FC fan, because everyone from the top down has never lost touch with the fans on the ground. And I think Rugby Union has, i.e. with the Eddie Jones debacle we've just had. And Eddie never listened to fans on the ground. He never listened to people close around him. He only listened to himself, and the end result was we went down the tubes. Uh, soccer's never lost that, and I think as long as they don't lose that, they're on better ground than other sports like rugby union. But if they do lose that, the sport's in a whole lot of trouble. Thank okay. you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. That's Thank his you, Mark. opinion. Yeah, That's his opinion. And, you know, I, I appreciate exactly, first of all, what he said about me, and I really appreciate his opinion. I will say this to, just, just to Mark, that from from the people that I've been speaking about, specifically the fans... A lot of the well, and these are, I've got to explain it properly so people know these are the ultras, the, the hardcore fans. And I, when I say hardcore, people get the wrong impression. The fanatics, okay? Um, that is one of the things that did come across that they think the game has been sanitized and that to the to basically to the exclusion of them. That they don't feel as though they're wanted anymore, and that's a shame. But it was nice to hear what Mark said. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy to Bridge Vegas. Good day, Eli. Good day, boys. How you doing? Good, thanks, Eli. How are you? Thanks for waiting, good, mate. Good. Sorry, sorry for being so long. No, that's okay, Boz. Appreciate. It. Just want to echo the other callers' uh, words to you. Firstly, thank you for everything you're doing to try to push the game forward and get your views across from someone who's lived it their whole life. So we really appreciate that as a football community. Thank you, Ella. That's okay. My main point that I wanted to say was, as someone that's been in the game, I call it football for my whole life, forty odd years, coming from playing back in the old Brisbane Premier League when we used to have the ethnic rollaries. We used to get three and four and 5,000 people to a local Premier League game. The game is becoming too sanitised. They're trying to clean it up. I understand that. But the product they're putting out is not as attractive as what it could be to bring those fans that might not be your rusted-on supporters like we were talking about before. Um, I think that's one thing they really do need to improve. I think, well, that's, that's a point. That's a very, well, that's a very salient point and one that's been repeated to me continually today before I came into the show. When you hear that expression like sanitise, could just just explain that in a bit more detail. Didn't uh, the late great Johnny Warren use this term, you know, ethnic ghettos? Was there sort of the perception mm. that perhaps they yeah. needed to I kind know. of... And, and I loved and respected Johnny greatly, but we're, we're living in 2023. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've got an ethnic background, but I'm Australian. I was born here. 
and I'm proud of my roots, but I'm not enslaved to them, if you know what I mean, in terms of the fact that, like, you know, the, what happens in Australia is what means everything to me. I love this place. I would fight for this place. I would die for this place of Australia. Okay. And I speak on the vast majority of people who have come from all over the world. There are some who are different, no doubt, but we're very fortunate in this country that they're entitled to be different like that as well, as long as everyone pretty much in general, um, you know, understands the culture of what it is to be here in Australia. And all I believe that Australian football can do is try to become part of that culture. Um, that culture is strongly influenced by the other sports, understandably so. That's completely understandable. They're, they're brilliant sports and they're so popular. And all, and my opinion, like I said to you, with what we saw in the Women's World Cup, with what I see of the participation, the people are there. It's a question of being able to get there. There is a place for everyone and there's a time for everything. But right now, the time is basically to say, right, and they've got someone in Steve Conroy who I believe is a good man, is a smart man, is a successful man. We know him, his time as a politician, um, who will, and he needs to, but prompto, go and see those fans like Eli and even the one before like Mark, Mark. and just say to them, what is it? But then most importantly, they've got to execute. They've got to action upon it because right now there's too many fans like Eli who feel as though that they have been left aside and too fewer fans like Mark who still feel as though they're involved. So is it a case of... Well, broadly speaking, you look look at the crowds and you, you mentioned there, who knows who's playing or not? Melbourne City, Sydney FC. Mm. Is there an identity crisis going on? I won't say Australian football, but in the A-League at the moment, I know you're a fan of promotion relegation. Mm. Is it worth then breaking the historical clubs? You know, give Marconi rusted on fans a chance to get back to the course, top lead, for example. Or Sydney, but Croatia I, it's, or something. Everyone's important. What did you tell me before you just come on? What's your four-year-old daughter doing right now? Playing, yeah. Mini tots. Mini tots. Yeah, yeah. Football, soccer. Football, soccer. Right. How many... How many girls in her team? Oh, I reckon 50%. Just like training drills, but I'd say half of them are girls. Okay. And yeah. you see the other parents when you go pick her up on that? Yep. How many of them go to A-League games? Couldn't tell you. There you go. Couldn't tell you. There you go. Yeah. Get out there and find out why. Mm. But the rusted on clubs and that, and yes, look, there was trouble and we've seen trouble before, but we've seen trouble at all sports. Okay, whatever. And a lot of them felt left behind. Let, let's get one thing straight about those rusted on clubs. And I've said this before. I, I actually said this before, once before, when I came back to Australia to Sir Frank Lowy. Okay. Because he actually said to me when we're talking about exactly what we're talking about, mm. what do you want it to go back to before? I said, no. I said, but we've got to recognize Harkoa, Sydney, Croatia, uh, Bonnerig, Marconi, Sydney Olympic, South Melbourne, Heidelberg, Footscray, um, if, I don't know St. George Budapest. St. George Budapest, yeah. good. Uh, the, the old, all these clubs, yeah. they played a significant part in helping those communities assimilate into Australian society. Mm. Okay? Now, a lot of them still hang on to those clubs. If they can afford and if they adhere to what they're saying in terms of being in this national second division, why not let them back in? That's the, I, I don't see it being a, a, a real issue. Some people might turn around and say, well, we see it as being an issue because of some of the things that happened in the past. Okay, but the past doesn't necessarily automatically equal the future. Simple as that. So as long as everybody knows that it's a, it's a, it will be a Australian competition run for Australians, that's all of us, I mean, not just Aussie Aussies that people would say, all of us, I don't see it being a problem. You always get a minority of people wherever you go who try to, who, for whatever, for their actions, 
end up spoiling it for everyone, but they don't paint everybody with the same brush. Yeah, that's true. 0457 Melbourne City, Sydney FC tonight. We'll go around the grounds over the course of the next three hours, uh, Bolzer. You know, who would have thought this early, you're looking at the bottom two teams? The Melbourne City, grand final <laughs> last year. Part yeah. of the City group as well. And people say, oh, you know what? I think mm. the world's smallest violin. Uh, mm. Maybe because of the association, I don't know. Uh, but this is a big game for both sides. Well, it's a huge game. And Sydney apparently last week, I didn't watch any of the games, so I must be honest, last week I only saw the results and the highlights. Huge game for both sides. Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, both sides were very, very poor last week. You saw the result from Melbourne City uh, and and basically the, the replay of the Australian FA Cup final for Sydney FC as well. They were very, very poor. But Brisbane were very good. Adelaide were very good as well. So it's a huge game. First game, uh, they, uh, Melbourne City actually sacked their manager, Rada Vidicic, this week. Um, which was harsh, but for a club like Melbourne City, you can't you can't be losing games like like six nil. Put yeah. it that way, especially after losing the grand final six nil as well. Yeah, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Hi Liam. Hey Cobra, you getting the mate all right? Yeah, well Cobra. That's the way. Uh, Bozza. Yes. Um, I'm not a huge uh, football fan. I always called it soccer. My right. daughter brought a bloke home about seven years ago, and mad um, Central Coast Mariners fan ticket holder, so she's, he's taught her to um, call it football now. That's all right. But I coach a 15-year-old cricket team, and all they talk about, they all play soccer in the winter, all they talk about is the Premier League. Mm. Yep. Yeah. They're not engaged. The, 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 the local lads are not engaging with the young players. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm forever telling them to shut up about Arsenal and Chelsea and concentrate and bowling the decent line. Mm. The conversation is always about the Premier League. And I think you'll find out, and that's that's very good information. And we need to hear, when I say the sport needs to hear these stories and then just to work out why. that You know what? The thing is, that'll always be the case. People always talk about the Premier League or La Liga. Of course they will. Or the German League or the Australian Italian League. League. Rugby League. 100%. NRL, the elite competition. 100%. AFL, so the elite shouldn't competition. be afraid of that. They're used to that. But right? that's what I'm saying to you. Just to define exactly what it is. What If you're just going to be a pure development, no problem. Just say it. Yeah. Just be upfront Because like I said, in my opinion, travelling all around the world, Australia's, Australian people in general are very good at detecting things that they don't think is quite bang on the money. So if you try to pretend to be something that you're not, you're going to get found out. And at this moment in time, I really think that they're, that they're caught between a rock and a hard place as to say, what are we, what defines us, what do we want to do, what do we want to achieve? No matter what anyone says, they are going about the Matildas and the Socceroos. You know what? When I was growing up in the, in the late 70s and 80s, the Socceroos were always popular. Yeah, Matildas, we've seen now, you know, world-class because of what they did and plus a world-class tournament being mm. here. Yeah, and Matildas have always been popular. Them two will take care of themselves. But remember, and this is what I say to Football Australia as well, the breeding ground for the Socceroos and Matildas is the A-League and the W-League. So, you've, you, you know, you've got to keep a close, a close eye on it. And the APL, who run the professional leagues, have got to understand that as well. And you're right. I mean, look at some of the goal scorers of the last World Cup. Mm. Craig Goodman. Yeah. Matthew Leckie. 100%. You know, this is a decent... Where, where did Ange start his career? Yeah, exactly. We exactly. started in the NSL, but, he, like, you know, he really... Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Brisbane Raw, you know, arguably the greatest 100%. A-League team in history. 100%. 100%. I started my career here. Yeah. I, like, you know, so, you know, and I'm looking now, and I take my little boy now down to these camps, like you take your little girl, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at these youngsters, I'm thinking, you know, shall I tell some of their parents when they ask me about what's actually really going on at the top, you know, because... 
there, there is so much good about our game, but at the moment it's being weighed down by the opposite, and it needs to be sorted out and sorted. This was supposed to be the promise of when there was going to be an independent league. At the moment, it looks as though you've won the war, but you're definitely losing the peace. Well, my son at his school, they're all football obsessed. They all play it, lunchtime after school. Mufti days, though, Bozza, they're wearing Ronaldo shirts, Messi shirts. A couple of the kids got the PSG. No problem with that. You know, Mbappe or, or, or Neymar or mm. whoever. He plays FIFA now, and he goes, oh, Dad, I've got this version. He picks all the greats. And now uh, what I'm happy about is he's getting to the history of the game. Mm. Right? And because of the World Cup, he always picks an Aussie in his team. Mm, good. Who's your goalkeeper? Oh, chose Matty Ryan. Good. You know, good on him. No, good. So he's he's – Cognizant of that 100%. in the Australian side. No, that's, things, but yeah. that's that's all okay. Yeah. And like I said to you, and no problem as well because they are the, those people who talk about it, the best players in the world. Yeah, but that and that's all okay. But just like I said to you, it doesn't mean the A League hasn't got a role to play. It's got a massive role to play. It needs to engage them, right? So my oh, son right, so, went so, okay, to. So how many times, okay. uh, Jules? How, how many yeah. times have you had somebody call you? From the A-League and say, here's some tickets for you and your family and Never. people at SN- SEN to come to a game. Never. 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 You? Never. Never. No. Never. But I think about this. So my son went to both grand finals. If you're that co- sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. If you're that confident in your product and that, well, mm. I'd, be, I'd be ringing every major every You'd major be promoting outlet. it. You'd be 100%. flogging it. Flogging it to death. 100%. He went to the women's grand final. Because mm. no, Sarah Hunter, if it is related to him, like second cousins on his mum's side, a group, and, and he got to meet them. Loved it. Now he asked about it. Oh, Dad, where's she? She's gone to, she's playing over in Paris now. Oh, that's cool. Went to the men's grand final, Mariners, asks about it. You know, the live site from Matildas, Wanderers doing a little promotion, whatever, got a free hat and whatever. Oh, Dad, can we get a Wanderers game this year? You need to get your claws in. Otherwise, kids are so distracted, they'll look elsewhere. GWS Giants prelim final. My son's here, three and four, at school. Sent a bus, all covers all cost covered bust them out to the captain's run kicked a ball got their hat signed dad friday night can we watch the giants game never mind the league watch the giants game you need to be more aggressive in promoting the game to those kids because if they feel like you care about them they'll take an interest may not last forever but even if out of you know how many kids if 20 30 40 percent hang on to that and the even 60 percent say no no i'm not interested well, that's forty percent more than you had by not being active in that marketplace in the first place. Hundred percent, mate. It's spot on. There's another solution. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. One more before we let you go, oh, Bozza. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, to Bruce. Hello, Bruce. How are you, mate? All Good right. things, Bruce. Go ahead, mate. The boss. The boss. Uh, do you think the Australian women they've captivated? the audience because they've got stories about Australia. The Australian men's team, like seven of them haven't even been to Australia. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. I'm a bit confused. I don't think people even know that, though. They pull on the shirt, that's yeah. who they're I don't know if it's it. seven, but I can... Thank you, Bruce. I, I can, Bruce, uh, thank you very much for your phone call. I don't know if it's seven. But I, what I do know is this: when, when the when the Socceroos got to the round of sixteen against Argentina in mm. Qatar, the whole country was buzzing as well. Yep. I, I think the difference between that and the Matildas was minuscule, but at the top level, it's minuscule still means a difference. 
Matilda's got to the semifinals. Matilda's are a team and have been for quite some time that can win the major trophies. At the moment, and no, not at the moment, forever. The Socceroos, it was always just pretty much enough to qualify, let alone to go on yeah. to win it. Hopefully that changes one day. Um, but again, those two products take care of themselves. Always have done, always will do. Okay? It's the local leagues that needs attention because that is the playing fields where your future Socceroos and future Matildas, where your future Matty Ryans, where your future Sam Kerrs come from. And the more that that is, in my opinion, ignored and the harder it becomes to produce that type of quality of player. Now, and again, coming back to transparency, is that the plan? Do you want to make it that unattractive to stay here that people just go at 16? If that's the case, okay, I understand because I did the same thing. But I just think, what about the people that are staying here? What about them? Okay, you've got to, you know, you, you can't, you know, then turn around and say, oh, well, I'm going to charge you full whack for a price if, you, if, you, if you're going to say that. You just be honest and say we're a development league. Hence, we're going to have a lot of youth players. This is what we're about. But also that will be reflected in the subscriptions and the ticket prices. A couple of texts before we let you go. Boz are outstanding to mate. Thank you, says Rooster Man. And the final word, Nathan from South Morang. There's been constant push for sugar hits in the A-League. Those hits have come at the detriment of the rusted-on supporters. Marquees don't provide the return they used to. Clubs sell their fans out for a quick buck. Ticket prices, grand final decision, etc. And the broadcasts are absent for casual punters. They need to go back to the basics. It's a marathon, not a sprint, says Nathan. I think he's pretty much close to the moment. It's another solution. Thanks, JK. Appreciate well, this it. is like uh, 15 minutes of stoppage time. Yeah, yeah it is. Any extra time. Oh, beautiful. Ah. Uh, pleasure as always. Thank you, Bozza. Thank you, my friend. Stay safe. Time. Take care. Mark Bosnich, 0457 736 736. We'll take a break. We'll have a reset here. Friday night, Sports Central.